0: Welcome to the Fishers of Men podcast, brought to you by us at So Much Media. I'm Mary Ashley Burton. I'm Laura Samara-Sams. This podcast is about relationships and your walk with Jesus. It's about the true stories of Christian men and women's struggles with chastity, sex, marriage, and relationships in a post-Christian culture. Mary Ashley here. So for today's episode, I sat down with one of my good friends, Alba Lopez. Uh, she is a fellow single lady. So we talked about finding your identity in Christ as a single person, different approaches to dating, and how to make the most out of living single. Please enjoy. <laughs>
1: I feel like there are supposed to be people here. It's like oh, they yeah? feel like it. We're yeah. supposed to have an audience? Yeah, like it's interactive. Yeah, but Humanity. online
0: we have an audience of thousands, if not millions, so.
1: I'm sure billions by now.
0: Yeah, but of course. <laughs> it's been almost a year.
1: Okay, so both
0: of us have kind of been single for a while. You've been single for off and on for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not married yet. 28. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> you're you just
0: got out of school. You're figuring out what you want for your life. Mm-hmm. But, so, we were just talking about actually focusing on a relationship with Christ and being single. And, like, I feel like I, in the past year and a half, have not gone on many dates at all. Like, three dates. And... So I haven't necessarily been on online dating either very much, and I haven't really responded to that many messages. And I, so I haven't really been wanting that. I haven't really been caring. I've been really focusing on having a full life, pursuing my passions, doing what I feel like God is calling me to do. But at the same time, I have still felt a lack where I recognize that I still deeply really do want marriage and really do want a relationship, and I wish that God were just enough to satisfy me. And so I have just recently, like in the new year, been focusing on the middle part of of where, okay, well, I know that human men are not enough. They'll never be enough. I feel like God can be enough if I let him, but I need to heal parts of myself in order for me to be okay with myself and for (laughs) myself to be everything that I need for it to be in order to find someone. So, like, you were talking about finding your identity in Christ. Can you tell me more about that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm in a season of Not really um, being open to relationships right now. And uh, I just realized that I love dating. I think it's so fun. I feel like when I know that it's a date, it's, like, exciting. And we just have, like, the time of our lives. Even if it's not going to (laughs) last. Even if it's just that night. I just want it to be fun. But I realized that I just, like, had really been neglecting Christ. Yeah. I had been focusing on fun and people and having like companionship but at the cost of just like not really knowing what I wanted. Mm-hmm. yeah. And recently I came to the conclusion that I really wanted a chicken more than I wanted a boyfriend in the literal sense. Yeah, like in what <laughs> <laughs> like a fan of chickens. Yeah. Yeah. I want like one or two chickens. Well, hens, I guess. I'd like fresh eggs in the morning. Maybe honeybees too. I mean, I can dream. And yeah, I just, I want to be able to pursue things that are more me than to pursue being accepted and loved by someone else. Mm. And I just realized that my identity is found in Christ, and he's the one man that I've been neglecting. Mm. And I feel like I love Jesus, but at the same time, I feel like I just have drawn further and further away. And it wasn't intentional. It was just small Mm. inching away, just like small moments of choosing a party or small moments of choosing to like Netflix and just neglecting my time with him. Not chilling with Jesus. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, it is amazing when it happens, but somehow there's always the excuse of not having the time to do it. Right. Because the new episode of Shameless is out, or This Is Us just destroyed me and I have to know what happens next.
0: <laughs> it, I imagine that that's how marriages fall apart. Some of them. Not all of them, but, you know, any relationship. If you're not putting into it. But it's so hard because you know Jesus is just always there. Like, at any moment, he's there. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of hard, since we live in a temporal reality, to not want to, like, make the most of our time. And um, not want to take advantage of whatever is present and available to us. Yeah. In the moment.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Like... Thinking that we live in a world of scarcity. and the only thing that's not scarce is Christ. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you can always just be like, oh, I'll go back to that. Yeah. Um, He's just always there. It's like... Which should be comforting and wonderful, but instead we get lazy and don't, like, actually hang out with Jesus. Uh, mistakes.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to be more intentional about that recently, too. And to take at least some of my time and have it be still, have it be devoted to prayer or, um, worship, mm-hmm. or pr- you know, in some way, but it's really hard and I don't know. It's, it's hard also to live kind of, I feel like to find the balance between a full active life and then, because we can't all just be contemplatives, you know, you can't, yeah, <laughs> Yes, you can't stay at pray for five hours yeah and then
1: work half day <laughs> right and then see people you leave early yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean most people can't mm-hmm. and i feel like that's not our callings either of our callings like because we're called to like be in the world and like do things and you know
1: survive sur- in LA. right
0: yeah. <laughs> like we're here for a reason because god we felt like god wanted us to be here But, yeah, so what are some ways that you are being more intentional as a single person with your relationship with Jesus?
1: Well, I feel like this has not been on purpose, but um, I think it's starting to be more intentional. But I realize that I've just been really frustrated with just hanging out. Yeah. I've been really frustrated with just going to, like, a party or, like, even going dancing. And I love going dancing. Like, I just need depth and I just need, like, something that's going to, like, change me and, like, grow my, like, relationships with people or, like, challenge me and hold me accountable. And so I've just been craving, like, real interactions with people. And so I guess the intentionality behind my meetups and making time to meet with people that I think are life-giving and pour Mm -hmm. into my life and I do the same for them Or I met my friend and we just talked about, like, our relationships. We talked about God and we, like, prayed together. And that was, like, in lieu of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I'm just, I'm searching for God, but it's still not as focused as it could be. But my interactions are just kind of becoming or longing to become more Christ-centered. I don't want to just go to a party and have small talk and be there for five hours and then go home and sleep.
0: That's the thing that I hate the most. I can't do it anymore. Small talk just tires me out like no other. And it's everywhere. And I mean, especially in L.A. because you're just constantly meeting new people and... That that's also, to be fair, just how relationships begin mm-hmm. is with yeah. small talk, you know. So it's a little yeah. bit... I feel like it's unfair of me to just throw it out and be like, no, I'm not going to do that because then I really am shutting myself off to so many new people
1: mm-hmm. that
0: God may be putting in my life for a reason.
1: Yeah. Are you an introvert?
0: I... You know what? I don't know. Okay. I was actually just talking about this. <laughs> so I'm not really... But but to get super nerdy about the Myers-Briggs, mm-hmm. I'm an ENFP, which are the type of extrovert that specifically does need like alone time to process feelings and stuff, okay. and hates small talk. And so we kind of present as a little bit more introverted, because for me, there with certain people, it's so much more draining than being by myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like with small talky people or very negative people... Or people that are, that just don't really have anything to talk about. It's, it's very hard for me to keep up that kind of inter- interaction. Yeah. But if I'm with someone that is like really passionate or that I'm really getting along with and we have things in common, it's like I could literally talk all night and and be wired and I can't go to sleep. <laughs> so it's <a> really weird You're <laughs> ready mouth. for the long haul. <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> Because <laughs> it just happened to me the other night that uh, like part of the reason why I'm a little sick now is like on Thursday I I was like oh I'm like kind of tired I'm gonna go home I'd gone to an improv show and then I found someone that I really enjoyed talking to and ended up being talking in an alley in a misty alley because they're having all <laughs> these all this rain in Southern California and it's cold until 1:45 in the morning literally in an an, uh, alley in Hollywood magic yeah yeah Yeah, it was magical and then I was like oh my gosh the next day I was like and like I got home and it was like hard for me to sleep because I was like that was so amazing so magical I'm like I loved it and you know it was like time stopped you know until we realized that it was really late and we were all really tired and then the (laughs) next day I was super tired and I'm still tired from it
1: Worth it, but it was worth it. Yeah, it was so
0: worth it. I
1: do that too, but never in an alley.
0: Well, not yet. (laughs) Alley's are awesome. Well, it wasn't really an alley. It was a whole street, but it's like one of those small streets. Mm. Okay. That I thought
1: you were like not in an alley. It was a Whole Foods. (laughs) (laughs) It was the alley behind the Whole Foods. Actually, they gave us cookies, so we stayed. Right,
0: right. That's where the best conversations happen. Um. I would love that. (laughs) Cookies in that Whole Foods alley?
1: uh, One year. From someone that has a
0: deep conversation with you?
1: I think it was, like, my 18th or 19th birthday. My boyfriend knew me really well. And he came to my house, like, right before my, like, it was going to be my birthday. Like, right before midnight. It was, like, 10 or 11. And he was like, get in the car. And I was like, what? And I was like, okay. And then I (laughs) (laughs) I get in this car and he takes me to Walmart. To people watch, because I love people of Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) And he had snacks, and we sat on the floor and watched people shop. (laughs) (laughs) That's my alley with mist. (laughs) Walmart. So that for you is (laughs) life-giving. Yeah, just sitting in a store and watching people is pretty great. Uh, But
0: now if a guy was like, let's do that, but have it be a date, would you say yes or no?
1: I would say yes if it's someone that I know really well. Because I don't think, like, I don't, I don't think anyone sh- should do this with someone they don't know. That is true. Because that should not be a like, first date. When you people watch, it's kind of judgy. Yeah, That's
0: it can what bring makes out the hilarious. worst. In, it can
1: bring out the worst in you. Yeah, but also I just admire your textures and boldness, <laughs> <laughs> which Walmart generally has plenty of. Yes. <laughs> so I like, I just love what people are wearing, but it could be taken the wrong way. So I'd be shocked if anyone suggested Walmart for a first date. <laughs> Well, I wasn't thinking first date, just like date fifteen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but so if if you were looking at like okay, here's a person that I could potentially go to Walmart with uh-huh. somewhere down the line, uh-huh. or not. Would you like cancel the first date with them? What do you mean? Like if if you saw if you met a person online, like a stranger or a stranger. Okay, I mean a stranger, and and he's like into you. But you're, like, he seems like the kind of person that, he like, he somehow mentions in passing that he loves people watching.
1: <gasps> <laughs>
0: would you be like, okay, I might be willing to, like, go on a date with you? Oh,
1: definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be like, we should grow old together, at least.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like your dating fast has some
1: <laughs> exceptions. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not now. Now we can just appreciate people watching
0: together and snuggle and not be in a
1: relationship Mm -hmm. I don't think I can find that what well like not in outside of a relationship it doesn't sound I don't know how would I meet someone that I could just be like what you love watching people (laughs) strut through the streets also you have cookies or cinnamon rolls it's not and you want to snuggle but not be sexual my goodness. Okay, I think that the last part is the hardest to find. It, especially here in LA. I, I'm describing a fat gay man. Like, that's, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want sexual activity, but I want physical warmth. Yeah, yeah. Like, body heat. Just, like, someone next to me, you know? Yeah. Rubbing shoulders um, as we eat sweet baked goods.
0: And, and judge people. people. Watch. Yeah. yeah,
1: that, yeah. I just want like a lifelong friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe an elderly person. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe they'll already have chickens.
0: <laughs> there you go. You could just move into their farm. Mm. But so, this question of identity, like going back to it. Yeah, we veered far. But yeah. <laughs> we've got, gotten in the weeds. <laughs> um,. How is one supposed to find their identity in Christ? Because that's just a phrase that we throw out a Uh lot. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it's hard to think about practically what does that really mean. Okay,
1: yeah. Well, I think, like, theologically, everything... Well, I believe that everything is being restored by Christ. And so that includes me because I'm a fallen person and I struggle between the flesh and the spirit. And so, like, in Christ, I am being restored. And so I think dealing with like heart issues and the things that are stored up inside of us like God doesn't reveal everything at the same time because I think we're so wicked that that would be horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I think as we walk and as we trust him and give him like different aspects of our person that we like to think we have control over or like to try to have control over, I think we begin to find out like the true nature of our person and sometimes it's ugly. And in those moments, you can just be like, I don't want this, and I don't know what to do, but, like... You can hand it over. Yeah, like, please help me. Or you also get to see the fruit of some of mm-hmm. your obedience and some of the blessings that God has given you. Yeah. And then that's exciting. Yeah. And, yeah, and so I think that's that's what that means. It just means, like, the more that you walk by faith and not by your own will, mm-hmm. and the more that you just surrender and become selfless and become more Christ-like the more that you get to see the person that God created you to be. Yeah. And I don't know what I want right now. And I don't know who I am because I'm always changing. And I just Mm -hmm. finished something that took forever. And I'm just kind of, like, destroyed. And for a while, I kind of just felt like, I don't know, like a street dog. Like, you know how you look at them and you're like, oh, they look hungry. Also, their hair. Oh, God. you know, I have very curly hair, so... Yeah, I feel I feel. I
0: never way. feel that way when I see your hair, though. It, you look very welcomed. Thank you. <laughs> I have a home. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, one thing I've been really focusing on lately that has made it much more clear in a practical way is envisioning what kind of person do I want to be with adjectives. You know, it's like, if I truly believe that I had everything I needed and if I had a life that completely fulfilled me that I just loved living could not wait to wake up in the morning and get out of bed and live my life Mm -hmm.
1: mm -hmm.
0: what kind of person would I be and how can I start being that now okay you know like Mm because if I believed like my life is amazing I have everything I could possibly want I would be a really generous person with my time, with my money. I would be a very, hopefully, kind and loving person. I wouldn't worry. I uh, I think would be pretty patient because I wouldn't be, like, always waiting for the next thing in the future to happen.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So I'm trying to, and there's like a whole lot more probably virtues that I think I would be more developed in, but I've been, so I've been really trying to focus on those and cultivate those in the present moment, even if I feel like, oh, there are some things in my life that I'm still working on and that aren't a hundred percent there. And I still have some worries, things that aren't going well. If you meet me, you'd probably be like, oh, my gosh, she complains all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> right. I'm
0: trying, trying to cut back, you know. But, gosh, comp- not complaining is really hard. Mm-mm. Well, especially because it's, like, you have so many... I don't know if this is how you feel, but, like, I have so many friends that are so spread out, and I only see them maybe, like, once or twice a week. Probably, like, more often. Once a week at the most, once every two weeks, or once every three or four weeks, or maybe once every six months or two year. So it's like when you're just f- catching someone up on what's going on in your life, some of those things you're not, like, super happy about, and then you have to kind of rehash about why. And they're interested, because they're your friends, they want to know, mm-hmm. and so I feel like I just end up telling the same negative stories over and over again,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and
0: I'm like, this isn't really productive i don't feel like i'm really getting anything from this but at the same time this person really wants to know what's going on with this situation
1: similarly i've been thinking about what kind of person do i want to be and my answers are all someone that doesn't have anything (laughs) 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 um not even chickens well i want chickens but like i don't know every week i try to get rid of a bag of items Mm. And so I've been learning to live more minimally because I never want things to get in the way of people and my time with people. And I've been, like, learning how to save money better and just kind of, like, eat real healthy food so that I'm not buying food all the time so that I can use my money to bless people. Mm. And so, yeah. I guess I also have... Some things that I'm like, oh, like, this is what I'd like to be. I'd like to be someone that doesn't possess lots of things, doesn't really take forever to get dressed in the morning, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never know what I want to wear, because I have so many options, but none of them are good. <sighs> Which is also, like, the first dating world scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So many options, but none of these will do. Yeah. Uh, or you're like, oh, this fits good, but my eyes look funny. Ooh. Or, like, I'd have to wear too much makeup to, like, look good in this. Like, I don't know. Mm. I have interest Yeah, I'm pretty sure
0: that <laughs> there's not a part in the gospel where Jesus talked about that. The, no, the, the, the just, pose of, <laughs> of
1: fashion week. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But. One
0: time when I was in third grade, one of my friends and I wanted to start a fashion club. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about who we might like let into the fashion club. And I told my mom about it. And she was like, do you think Jesus would have started a fashion club?
1: (laughs) We have very different moms. My mom would have been like, do you need makeup? Should we make you? We should go to the fabric district. Do you need anything for my closet? Do we need to go shopping? Oh. No. Very different moms. Very
0: different. Yeah. 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 My mom just couldn't believe that I was, like, excluding someone because of something like fashion. Oh. I
1: don't think mom ever thought about exclusion I think she just always thought about like just looking your best yeah you need to like feel like you which is what makes it difficult in the mornings because Mm. sometimes I don't know how I'll feel that day yeah (laughs) and I like I don't know I guess it messed me up a little bit because every day I want to dress the way that I'll feel but I can't tell and so sometimes I change multiple times a day when I'm home and near it or have clothes in my car because my car is kind of like a closet because of this issue yeah (laughs) yeah But, yeah, wow. I don't know. Or, like, my hair is natural color, and that feels so strange. I grew it out, I cut out on my dye, but my hair has been, like, every single color. And so, like, hair and makeup and clothes has always been, like, this is how I feel today. And so that's why my clothes doesn't always go with each other, because I feel drastically different. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> dainty shoes and duck (laughs) martens
0: seems like that would make it hard to be in a relationship Mm. you don't think so
1: feeling like a different person all the time yeah well i think i'm still me i just look a little different um so it doesn't it's just external yeah i don't think well i feel very i'm like i'm oh i'm weird i'm like (laughs) equally feely as i am logical Yeah. Like, but it's almost like 90-90. Like, it's like not 50-50. It's like almost 100% of both. And so I just feel everything very deeply, but I'm also so logical that sometimes, like, I understand that I'm being irrational and I'll just explain that I'm upset, but for not a good reason. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think as long as someone can accept the fact that I'll be like, I'm really upset and I can't completely explain it, but I know that it is not super sane right now. But I'm just gonna think it's gonna take a couple hours. <laughs> Usually it's fine. Um, I think, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean we're still friends, so <laughs> Yeah.
1: I don't think anyone's ever been like, Are you emotionally stable? Are you okay? You good? Something's real bad right now. Like, yeah. Well
0: I wasn't talking about that. It's more like just I feel like for someone that you're in a relationship with, it would be hard to keep up if your feelings are changing all the time and you're feeling like a different person all the time.
1: Mm, Well, I just like, I just mean like sometimes I feel girly. Yeah, okay. sometimes I feel like I'm going to make some art that's only triangle filled. (laughs) 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 And so that requires darker clothes and dark margins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not like sad and happy like, just, I don't know, what I want to create that day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Mm. weird, but. I guess I attract people that are like, oh, this is great. So that's good. Yeah, that's
0: good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if I attracted, like, a square, (laughs) (laughs) that wouldn't work out. I'm too lame and weird for that. Mm -mm. Being single. I don't know. I think I'm really excited to, like, intentionally pursue this. I think I'm stoked about being able to interact with crowds and not really care. Yeah. Not that I, like, care a ton, but I feel like it definitely influences aspects of how I look or just how silly and corny I'll be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I,
0: yeah, I, um, I think I'm actually going through the opposite. Okay. Where I'm being challenged... I feel like, by God, to still care, but also take the step and be my authentic self mm. and not care as much as I am, as how I'm being perceived. Okay. Um. I mean, obviously I try not to like offend people or whatever, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but just to like be confident in who I am mm-hmm. and not care about like... Oh, but like, is there weirdness going on with this guy? And like, what does he mean? And like, I don't know. And like, he seems into me, but then sometimes he doesn't. And <laughs> like, yeah. Like, not yeah. let my mind get in that stupid yeah. trap, which is fruitless and a
1: waste of time. That's like the worst. Yeah. yeah. And then you find out he's just been aloof this whole time. Yeah, he, has he just no has no idea. idea. <laughs> and you're like, what? All right, that's cool. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so I I feel like I am needing to more lean into who I am and just kind of accept what happens rather than going into a crowd and being like, Haha, I'm not dating any of you all <laughs> <laughs> I can say whatever I want, you know.
1: <laughs> well I don't feel like walk into places like that. I, I don't think that's true to my person. Yeah.
0: I'm not saying that you will. But, I totally, I understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah. Because but. there is always something in the back of your mind. Like, it's really liberating to not have that thing in the back of your mind. Like, because I've had that where, it's especially if I'm, like, if I'm sick or if I, I'm just, like, I'm just there for me, you know? like mm-hmm. Like, I do stuff a lot alone just for myself. And it's really liberating to just be like, Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna be here for me and this is all that I need to accomplish with this and I'm not I don't need to have
1: the pressure of like,
0: but what if I meet my future spouse? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that is in part when it's like Yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting. But you said something that like made me think about something else, but I have no idea what it was. Oh. <laughs> you were talking about like Learning about yourself or like something about your identity. Do you remember what you said? Um, like being confident and being confident in who you are, are. Yeah. yeah. And then it like took me back to like, but I feel like the only way to like embrace who we are is to like abide in Christ, yeah. And it like because I guess in figuring out who like I'm becoming and where I am. And realizing that I just want more Jesus because I don't have enough of Jesus right now. Yeah. Like, that's part of the exciting aspect is that I want to I know what makes my heart, like, excited. I want to know, yeah. like, the things and the purposes that God has put in my heart. Even if it's just, like, talking to people, but learning that I have a specific, like, oh, like, it's this person or that person that I really should be spending time with. Yeah, but I guess... It became confusing because I didn't want to feel like I was seeking, like, Mm self-help. Like, I didn't want to feel like me stepping away from dating was because I was trying to, like, perfect myself. But more so, me stepping away from dating is because I don't want to be with anyone right now. And I don't for a while. And, yeah. I just want to unashamedly be me. But, like... And confidence in Christ. And I don't know what that looks like. Hmm. But I think well, what, it's exciting. What do you think has hold, been holding you back from that? Well, I think I've just been really busy. Because I just finished school, and so it was just like, destroyed me, gained weight, <clears throat> lost hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have gray hair now, which I'm really excited about, but it definitely wasn't there until recently. Um, and it just like, pulled me away from community. And so, for the longest time, I could only hang out with, like, one, two people. And, like, I wouldn't even see them very often. And so, I think it became natural that, like, the one person that I saw was, like, the person that I was in a relationship with. Or, like, the person that I was, like, dating and heading towards a relationship with. Um, And again, I think dates are really fun, so I always say yes to dates because they're so fun. And so, then when I'd see people, it'd be like, for a date. And, yeah, it wasn't intentional, but now that I have more time, and now that I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I want chickens instead of a boyfriend, (laughs) and I want to learn to care for plants and not kill them, I would like to move forward with possibly touching a pig, if not owning one. (laughs) (laughs) And so, it just, yeah, I finally have time to see who I am now after so much knowledge and experiences and heartache from school has happened in my life. I'm a different person and I don't know who that person is Mm -hmm. because I was becoming that person. And so now that I'm at the other end, you can decide how your life looks like now. Yeah. And I think I'm going to be selfish and for a while, I think it just looks like spending my time however I want to spend it, but making sure that that time is spent also with Christ. And making sure that, like, the conversations that I have with people are edifying and life-giving and making sure that I don't just go to parties because they're fun. I don't want to do fun. That's so boring right now. Yeah. I just want life and depth and, like, experiences and challenges. And I want to, like, contribute to, like, reaching the unreached people. Yeah. Donald Trump is in office. I feel like we should all be moving forward on, like, how we're going to bring peace and love in Christ. On an individual <laughs> level. I know.
0: And, you know, it sounds like, I mean, you say you, you're going to be selfish, but I think it's kind of the opposite. Like, you're actually seeking to give your life to Christ, like your entire life.
1: hmm mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Oh, that makes it sound nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that feels better. Well, it feels selfish because it always feels... Yeah, like, you're... There's a loss when you step away from something. Right. And there's mourning because there's change. And it's, I
0: mean, don't get me wrong, as a single person, that's kind of the benefit of being single, is you can just be really self-centered and not really... There's no one that's constantly demanding your time and attention Yeah, that's right there,
1: you know? I want to go back to the living in the jungle for a period of time. And I get really sick, and the reason that I like, don't really want to live in a different country for a while is because I feel like I'm supposed to live in a different country with like a partner, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be like a person, a friend, but I just feel like I meet people that are like, I don't want to live in the jungle. I don't want to live in a slum. I don't want to live in a country where I don't speak the language, and so I'm just waiting for someone that wants to do these things, and it doesn't have to be romantic. Like, it can just be a friend that's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'll travel and be in uncomfortable situations and have no money and just rely on Jesus for X amount of time. Yeah. But everyone's pursuing their dreams. And my dreams are to love Jesus. And so it's confusing because I don't know how to love Jesus by just being here. Yeah. I'm so used to, like, doing and going and, like, being, like, hands and feet. Because you've done a
0: lot of missionary work. And stuff.
1: Yeah, and so to just kind of be like, okay, I don't want to live in a different country for a little while because I know that I can't go by myself because I get really sick and I just shrivel up and die. <laughs> like, my <laughs> spirit is just so destroyed. And it's not because God isn't enough, but it's because I'm designed to rely on someone else, too. And so that's frustrating. Mm. But and That's a lesson in humility, too. Oh, also, yeah, that's what it's is frustrating and yeah. upsetting is being like what do you mean I'm not strong enough and then he's just like it doesn't make you less of a person it just yeah. means that this is who you are and so I think until I can go to different countries until I can like go into places until I can live in ghettos even in the United States I'm called to be alone because I don't have one, I don't have someone to go with and it's not because Christ isn't enough but it's because it is clear to me that I just don't survive by myself
0: but wait, how would you have chickens and a pig
1: here? Well, and I'm going to be here for a little while. And then also go live in another country. Well, there's subletting. <laughs> 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 I also, like, don't want to own any property. Like, I don't want to own anything. That's also why I'm, like, getting rid of all my stuff, because I don't want to own any clothes. Well, I want to have, like, a capsule closet. Um, I want to have minimal amounts of furniture, very functional, I would live in a very very tiny space ideally a tiny home but I don't know if I'll make it yeah and I want to have animals and grow my own fruits and veggies and if anyone needs a place to stay and I'm not here they should just live there while I'm not here like that doesn't sound really hard to fill although the pig is just because I really want to touch one and love one and I hear that they sunburn and I'd like to lather it up with SUV SUV um (laughs) Sunscreen. S U V blocking sunscreen. <laughs> a sunburn. I wanna lather them up with sunscreen. Pink sunburn? Yeah. And they're all fancy with their little hoofs. <laughs> yeah. Aww. But yeah, and so I think that's one of the reasons on top of many. But it does
0: sound like I mean you're kind of only now coming to a really clear vision of what
1: your future might look like. But it's because I'm here instead of there. And for the longest time, I thought I could just go by myself. And so realizing that I can't <laughs> yeah, has flipped my world upside down. And realizing that I, I feel incomplete being here. Mm. And I feel incomplete seeking comfort. And so I don't want to grow comfortable and never leave. So I don't want things. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Like... I don't ever want to feel like I did not just immediately follow Christ calling on my life because I had responsibilities. Not that I don't want responsibilities, but like I don't want to own a house. I don't I want to be able to put all my belongings in a suitcase and go somewhere if God's like, "Go here. Love these people. Learn this language even though you won't cuz you're terrible at languages. But you have a very expression filled face." <laughs> which I have gifted you, and people in various countries think you look like a cartoon. And so, yeah. And so I think, until I find that person, be it man or woman, not romantically or romantically, I just, I don't, I can't be in a relationship with someone that wants to be stable (laughs) and wants to buy a home and wants to have like, I don't know, like a community that they always live in, because I don't want stability. Because my flesh wants it but my spirit isn't content with it. Yeah. So I'm sad to decide singleness because the loss of potential romantic companionship is always difficult, but I'm excited to see what God does with it. And I'm excited to see what people i become, like, really great friends with because I stepped away from friendships during school.
0: Right. And even when you are putting a priority on dating... Something has to take a seat, and usually I think that's your
1: platonic friendships. Yeah, the people that are always there, like Jesus. Like Jesus, yeah. yeah. You'll be there, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, nothing will happen. What? You, you got married and had a child, what? Okay, you're moving, that's cool. That's been my life. <laughs> okay, we'll really? talk to you again in two years. <laughs> okay, yeah. it was great when we hung out, remember? Yeah, parties? Okay, cool, bye.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that is true if you're like constantly focused on like, oh my gosh, I have to get married, time's running out, I have to meet the one, and even, not even if you're going on a lot of dates, even if you're just like going into a place and you're just like the Terminator and you're like skin, 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 all the fingers have wedding rings. You know, like... (laughs) if you're just, like, sizing everybody up when you meet them and, you know, you're, like, constantly, like, that's just the way you're perceiving the world and the lens through which you're looking at things, you will miss out on a lot of platonic encounters, I think, Mm -hmm. and friendships that really you could be pursuing and they could be giving you life, but you're just not even maybe noticing
1: them because they're not what you think you need. Yeah. That happens. We do become really focused and then lose track of everything. It's like when you have a goal and you're just like, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. And then you're like missing all the life around you. Yeah. Missing all those events. And then you look back and you're like, these babies are five? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Yeah. Kindergarten. What? Okay. They can tell me entire stories.
1: <laughs> That's freaky yeah cool yeah (laughs) life keeps going and we miss the opportunity to be friend
0: yeah and even if i mean i don't know for me part of what why dating is i know part of why i'm actually trying to date is i'm trying to be more intentional about dating now because before i was like ugh, all these online messages, like, it's just another thing in my life to deal with, and it's just annoying, and it's just one more thing that I have to, to check off my list of things to do, which is not the right attitude. Mm -hmm. There there are real, living, breathing people on the other end that get their feelings hurt, and,
1: Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. um, they're going out of their way to send me messages, Mm -hmm. but, so I am actually trying to make an effort to still be selective about who I go out with, and not let it, Take over my life, which is impossible. Now I have so many things in my life that I have to go to and that I'm sort of committed to and that I'm really passionate about. But I am trying to look at dating like, okay, how can I just have a really human encounter with this person and love them in the moment? Not in a, maybe in a sort of romantic way, but mm-hmm. maybe not, you know, yeah. but not have all the pressure of like, oh my gosh, is this person my future spouse? Let's find out in the first 30 minutes of me knowing them. <laughs> you know, yeah. but not looking at yeah. dating like a chore because that's just, that
1: sucks. Yeah, I think, I think dating is so fun. Well, like first dates. I think dates are fun. But then I think figuring, when there's ambiguity, that's the part that's very confusing, which is what's appreciated about online dating is that it's very clear why you're there? Yeah. And what they want? But, but first
0: dates, even they're just usually still so like small talky, and I, I just feel like I have to say the same things about myself over and over again, and
1: mm. you know, I just I make people do magical things with me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good approach. That's and definitely a good approach. It's easier if I have control over the date in that regard. Like they can like choose you decide what to deal, and then I'm just like, okay, follow me. <laughs> Then you like wave your magic wand and then like
0: sprinkle fairy dust yeah. with them and well, then you escape is... into the
1: forest. <laughs> my purse is always full of Play-Doh, googly eyes, like <laughs> you have like
0: a date kit ready. It's just <laughs>
1: my life, yeah. <laughs> and so it's always kind of like, oh, would you like to follow me to this place? I have a picnic basket in my car because that's just what's always in my car. Ready, wine, mm. cool, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: well, that's that's a definitely a good piece of advice, is to have magic
1: in your car <laughs> at all times. To have a backup plan. I just emptied the pockets of the jacket I brought today because I had miniature animals inside of them. And I was like, I'm not going to use these tonight. I can <laughs>
0: Oh, man. You're not trying to impress me? Uh, yeah, but
1: yeah, I guess. My, I enjoy first dates, so I would say my advice would be to make sure that you're put in a position where you can be yourself and do something that you find fun, yeah. and can enjoy with the person, because...
0: And that's what I'm trying to do now, is, like, trying yeah. to do things that already fit into my life and things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Like, going to see comedy shows, improv shows, like, that's already something that I love and already do, like, a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. an embarrassing amount, maybe, yeah. of days of the week. But, so, yeah, if, like, somebody wants to go do that and then talk before or after, like, I will always be down to do that.
1: Yeah. I think...
0: Or oh, investigate fun food.
1: Yeah. It would be important, I think, to find or to, like, know the things that you're attracted to and value. Right. So, like, I know that I have to go on a date with someone that's super, like, silly. Yeah. Um, That maybe likes puppets or, like children's entertainment to some degree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone that will just, like, play pretend at any given time, which is, like, improv. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And someone that won't take themselves very seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, sarcasm is also really important. Yeah. And so... Which, hopefully, you would get that from the dating profile. Hopefully. But I just mean, like, sometimes... Like, that's, like, top priority for me. Like, I'd rather... Like, have a date with someone that I can already tell is going to be, like, really playful and fun. Yeah. Then have a date with someone that I think is super hot and stable. (laughs) Well, you're just attracted to instability, too. Also, yeah. But I just mean, like, that's something I want. So when I go on dates with people that are, like, financial advisors and, like, they're just very, like, analytical and they won't really play then they think I'm the most magical person. I'm like a unicorn to them. Right. Which is nice to be like, oh, you admire me at this moment. Cool. Yeah. You
0: know what? That but happened to me the other day. It's not fun. It's not. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I became like the manic pixie dream girl and
1: this I read guy's, this Facebook status. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So that happened to me the other day where I was literally just like in a bar This is not typical of me. I wasn't in just any bar. I was at the, like, the improv bar. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so this Australian guy got, like, obsessed with me, like, instantly. Um, And I was just like, okay, like, whatever, you know, because... he he told me from the beginning, like, this is my one night in LA tomorrow, I go to Vegas, I I just got a divorce, or whatever, like, I'm just going, so I was
1: like, okay,
0: you know, so there's, like, no stakes, or whatever, um, so I just got to be, like, I, I got to be my full self, I felt like, and he became, like, in love with me, enamored, yeah, yeah, because he was, like, I just can't believe you've never been engaged, and, like, and I was, like, no, and, you know, he was just like, you know, and, yep, yep, um, but then I was just kind of like, I mean, it was like a nice, it was a nice evening, you know, um, but mm-hmm. ultimately I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I like being that, having all of the burden be on me to be that like cool fantasy girl,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I can sustain it for a, a night, but then reality will set in Eventually,
1: and you want someone that'll do that to you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is me on every flight. People are just like, <gasps> and I'm just like, I'll give you more. And then I the <laughs> <laughs> we just have this flight
0: together, and then it's over. Yeah, yeah. But but it did give me. It was good in that it. I was like, oh, this is how it feels to just enjoy the present moment. Yeah. With someone and not have the pressure and and I trusted myself enough enough um to know that like I have my boundaries and I'm not gonna go beyond them or whatever, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like um so for other people that might not be a cool thing to do. Um but for me it's like I mean, yeah, you might want me to go to your hotel room and I know it's not happening. <laughs> so I already called my lift car. Yeah. <laughs> So long, glitter. glitter. Yeah, he literally (laughs) just like just like threw money at me for my lift car as I like (laughs) swept away. And then the weirdest thing happened. I got in my lift car and I had a Brazilian driver and he was like, "You're so beautiful."
1: What were you wearing? I don't. uh, Yeah, I was just wearing like
0: a normal dress I got on sale at the Gap. And he was like, "Are all women in your family so beautiful?" And like put on the he put on the Bossa Nova like just for me. And I was just like, "Ooh." So I don't know. It must have been
1: ovulating no What? no I wasn't
0: that was another I was like this is just a magical night <laughs> I don't know what happened and I literally you know had been on two dates in the past year and a half <laughs> like, that's so funny, and right? then all of a sudden I started killing it with the foreign guys I don't know like
1: oh my goodness
0: but I think that's why like when you're the most your most authentic self that's when
1: you're also your most attractive when you feel super comfortable in who you are yeah yeah yeah
0: which, as you said, like, we should get, be getting from Christ. Like, that's when we should feel the most confident. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I guess, okay, so that made me think, not your story, but then feeling confident in Christ made me think about, like, an illustration, you know, like, when, like, parents are really attentive and very present and, like, you watch their children be really confident Um, Mm. And like, they're just like themselves and they're not really ashamed of anything because they're just like, they're just really confident because they're loved. Mm. And so I think similarly, that's how our relationship with God is. It's not that like, when we're with God, we become more holy. And then like, people are like, oh, something is different. I think it's more like when we spend time allowing God to love us, then we go out into the world confident because we know our worth. Yeah, and so that like and makes that's a contagious. Huge difference. Well, yeah, because then you're pouring into people the way that God poured into you, and it's yeah. life giving, right? And it's beautiful, and people want to be around that because it's God's love. <laughs> yeah, even if it's not like you're like God loves you, like even if it's right. not directly like saying it, it's totally that's in the vibe and, and
0: what people feel. And I think
1: when you really have when you're really rooted in that, you can just radiate it. Yeah, yeah, it just comes out of you. I mean, the because Holy Spirit cannot be contained.
0: Right. <laughs> and that's the only thing, because it's literally, like, from one day to the next, like, all of a sudden I became magnetic. But I think it was really because I spent, like, the whole morning really, f- like, focusing on, like, okay, God, like, where are my wounds that you want me to focus mm. on healing? You know, and, like, yeah. really trying to invite God in. and um, grace
1: just radiating from I, that. Yeah, home. I
0: guess. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's, like, This doesn't normally happen, just for the listeners at home. Like, like it doesn't normally happen that guys just start falling
1: in love with me. Every time an Australian man is here. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, I think that that's a pretty fair place to wrap up. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for talking to me. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. This has been another episode of Fishers of Men.
1: If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please email us at fishersofmenpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or find us on our website at
0: fishersofmenpodcast.com. We are also on Facebook under Fishers of Men. Follow us on Twitter at at L.A. Gone Fishing or on Instagram at Fishers of Men Podcast. There is an underscore after each word. Please also remember to rate and make comments on iTunes if you feel so inclined. It's really important so that other people can discover our podcast. I'm Laura Samir Sams. I'm Mary Asha Burton. Until next time, keep swimming.